Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Buzz with Ben. In this episode, we will have an exclusively college football talk episode. Some of you may know UCLA played against USC this past weekend. USC did end up winning that. But because of that game, we are going to have a USC expert, Ruben Marquez, on the podcast today to talk about that game and USC's chance to further advance in the college football playoffs. So without any further ado, let's get into this special episode of The Buzz with Ben. And for today, we have a little bit of a college football exclusive episode for you. We have Ruben Marquez coming on the podcast, who is a big USC fan, to talk about the USC-UCLA game this week and some other USC stuff kind of as we're going throughout the season. So, Mr. Marquez, how are you doing today? I'm fine, Ben. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And how about you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. Uh, longtime USC fan um, and actually colleague of your father. So I, uh, a longtime uh, fan of your dad as well. He's a great guy to work with and um, just very happy to be here today. Yes, thank you. We, we love having you as well. What made you become a USC fan? You know, it's funny you ask that. Most people don't know this, but I actually grew up um, a UCLA Bruin fan. And it wasn't until I was uh, in high school applying for colleges that uh, I had prepared applications for UCLA and for USC. And um, SC's deadline was first. So I filed to them and I heard back right away, was accepted, uh, got uh, scholarship money. And from that day forward, I became a UCLA or a USC Trojan. Yeah, that. That, that definitely would be a good reason to become a fan of a team. Obviously, no. The UCLA blue, I think, is a little better color. But, I mean, <laughs> you, you can't control the colors. You can't control the colors. I think that's one of the reasons why I think I, I try to have a real balanced uh, opinion of SC-UCLA. Uh, at Most people know me just as an SC guy, but they don't really know uh, the true background. Since you're so familiar with the USC teams over the years, how have you felt about the change in the program and the head coach now having Lincoln Riley from before having Clay Helton? Right. We, I, I certainly anticipated a major change in the program, leaving Clay Helton for uh, Lincoln Riley. In all honesty, though, I didn't anticipate that it would happen to this degree so quickly. So they've really exceeded my personal expectations. Um, Obviously, it was going to be better from a four and eight season last year, but to be where they are right now with the potential opportunities uh, and, of course, uh, just clinching the Pac-12 um, um, game, uh, I uh, am very, very pleased as a, as a fan. Yeah, and Lincoln Riley on his own would probably make a big difference for USC, but they've also gotten a lot of transfers. The ones that I know not being a USC fan, just more of a college football fans, are Caleb Williams and I believe Jordan Addison, the wide receiver. How big have those two and along with all of other SC's transfers been for the turnaround of their season? I think you're absolutely correct. That's been a real significant change for the team, including changes for other teams as well. I know UCLA has really benefited from the portal use. Uh, I think it's changed the landscape of college football across the board. And so it'll be interesting to see year after year 
how the teams continue to use the portal uh, moving forward. I think this particular year, USC was really desperate and needed to have uh, a big portal year. And it's obviously it's obvious that they did with bringing in Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison in the same year. Do you believe Caleb Williams can win the Heisman this year? I think he was on a very big stage on Saturday night, and I think that is now a possibility. Going into that game, I didn't think he had had a whole lot of hype. A lot of it is going to depend, I think, on the big game coming up uh, this week against Notre Dame. I think uh, all eyes will be on the USC team and Caleb in particular uh, to see how he performs on that big stage as well. Yeah, I was I was looking at his stats, obviously not following USC that much, but I just looked at his stats, you know, when they show him walking in and like they show his touchdowns, interceptions. And I'm like, 32 to three, that's that's really impressive. I didn't realize that. I would have maybe thought the touchdowns make sense, but I would have probably guessed if you had to have me guess like eight interceptions, six, something like that. So I was really impressed when I saw three. And speaking of the stats that I saw for the UCLA-USC game this past Saturday, USC ended up winning 48-45. to What were your thoughts kind of before and throughout this game? Going into the game, I figured it was a really a coin flip. Um, obviously, after the first uh, uh, part of the first quarter with uh, UCLA leading 14 to nothing, uh, that was a bit of a shocker. Um, I got the sense or had the feeling that SC would not panic, but I did know that if uh, UCLA continued to play the way that they had played those uh, uh, first couple of series and with turnovers as well, I thought that uh, USC needed to be very, very careful. Otherwise, the game would really get out of hand. And yeah, as a USC and- fan, unfortunately, that, that didn't happen. Yeah. And with um, UCLA's quarterback, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, he threw three interceptions, which obviously really benefited USC. Do you think if he didn't throw those interceptions, the game's the game would have been different, or do you think SC still would have won either way? I do. I think with so much offense on both from both teams, uh, turnovers was going to be a key. And um, since neither defense was actually showing up much, <laughs> For either team, uh, it really was going to come down to stops, and it came down to those uh, stops initially by UCLA um, uh, of USC in the red zone twice at the beginning of the game, uh, which allowed them to take a 14 and nothing lead. And then later in the game, I think the interceptions did uh, hurt UCLA significantly. And, of course, the last uh, turnover at the end of the game to USC, the last interception, um, UCLA's interception that that uh, that really did you know uh, seal the win. Um, though I do think that although both defenses didn't kind of show up, they showed up at moments that made the difference in the entire game. Yeah, U- UCLA early in the game picked off Caleb Williams, and I was telling my dad when I was watching it with him, I'm like, "Wow, his third interception of the year. This this seems really uncharacteristic. Maybe he's not going to have as great of a day." I was wrong. No, I was I was very wrong on that one. Um, I've, I've heard since that game, and even a little going into that game, I've heard some comparisons from Caleb Williams to Patrick Mahomes. Do you, having been more familiar with Caleb Williams, do you agree, disagree with some of those comparisons? 
you know, Caleb is exciting to watch. And of all the great USC quarterbacks from Matt Leiner to, um, I thought Matt Barkley was really, really good. Of course, uh, Sanchez was, was fun to watch as well. There hasn't been anyone that has been, in my view, that has been as consistent as and as exciting as Caleb Williams. I think he is Heisman uh, quality quarterback, and whether he'll win is a, a different discussion. But I do think that he certainly deserves to be in the discussion. Um, and I tell you, it's just exciting to see him uh, game after game uh, wiggle his way out of of uh, tackles and then appear to look as if he's going to run out of bounds and maybe just get back to the line of scrimmage and then zip the ball down 15 yards for a first down. It just is really kind of got to be disheartening a bit for uh, the opposing team. Yeah, there were a couple of third and tens where I'm like, oh, oh, that's a sack. Nope. That's not a sack. Oh, no, we got him here. Oh, he's, he's going to run out of bounds. He has to throw it away. Oh, a 15-yard completion to Jordan Addison. Awesome. Nice job, defense. Right. I, that happened at least five times. <laughs> and I'm just like, what are we doing? The, the game was there. If, <laughs> if we got any of those stops, that could have been the difference in the game. Um, an, another yeah. thing that was a big like kind of change in the game was, or it ended up being a big thing in the game, was when UCLA's coach Chip Kelly iced the USC kicker at the end of the first half. But he missed that one, and then he ends up making the second one. Do you agree with kind of the whole icing mentality or where are your thoughts kind of on that? I think it generally does uh, work. It's very, very common. Um, I was trying to recall a time, Ben, when when it didn't work in the way that it, it turned out in Saturday night's game. I could not recall a situation where there was an ice uh, timeout where the kick was actually kicked, missed, and then subsequently made it just I, I think that's kind of a rare occurrence so it didn't happen in that situation but I think for coaches moving forward I don't think that should be uh, that should change the approach because I do think especially for a young kicker like USC's kicker is and was inconsistent that night having missed a couple of field goal attempts um, I do think it's the right approach and typically um, if it doesn't pay off it is it's kind of neutral it, it's kind of rare where it actually kind of really harms the team that's calling the calling the timeout yeah no, no, normally you would see probably a kicker miss like left or right he missed short so the kind of benefit was hey put a little extra on it like you're right. gonna have to get a little further so in that sense maybe it helped him there but also I agree kind of with just the inconsistentness of the kicker that night having missed one or two before then I agree with icing it get him in his head the long right. field goal, like I've already missed two. What, what's going on? I, I agree with the mentality there. And at the point in the game where SC was up three and UCLA had the ball back, it ended up turning into a UCLA interception SC win at that point. But when UCLA had that ball, what, what were what were your, kind of your thoughts? Like who do you think was going to win at that point? Well, I can tell you who I was thinking about. I was thinking of Vince Young. In the uh, in the Texas USC uh, national championship game uh, at the same venue at the beautiful Rose Bowl, I was I was very concerned. I thought that UCLA was going to drive and uh, was very likely to win. He had been so good uh, the entire game, 
And so, you know, it was super exciting as a USC fan to see the interception. But I got to tell you, I was thinking of Vince Young and the Texas Longhorns <laughs> every time uh, UCLA snapped the ball on that last possession. Yeah. And USC now, I don't know about the college football playoff rankings because at the time that we're recording this, they are not out for this upcoming week. But in the AP rankings, USC is ranked number five. The teams ahead them are ahead of them are Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU in that order. Do you think SC can jump one of those to get into the college football playoffs, or do you think they will not be able to do that? You know, obviously they have to win out. They've got to beat uh, Notre Dame, excuse me, and they also have to win in the Pac-12 championship game. And I think not just winning, but I think they have to win convincingly and be exciting. Um, I think their offense um, looks exciting and feels exciting. I think if their defense shows up periodically with the turnover here and there and they're able to get fairly consistent wins, then I do think that they do stand a chance to get in the college football um, championship uh, rounds. Now, you know, the teams are very, very good. And uh, if you had asked me 10 months ago uh, this same question, I would not be answering it this way, Ben. But it really is, as I said, they've, they've exceeded my expectations. I'm so happy for uh, the players, certainly happy for the fans. And, of course, uh, uh, so hopefully there's more. I'm knocking on wood here. You can't see it, but but I'm doing that. And uh, and so I'm, I'm really excited. And we'll be there, you know, at the game on Saturday cheering them on. Okay. And Notre Dame started to have kind of a rocky year at the start. There's some stuff where they play up to their competition and play down to their competition throughout, throughout the year. Um, I, I would have to assume USC's favored by a little bit, especially if that game is at home for them. But do you do you have concerns that you had like for the UCLA game, or do you think USC can take care of business for the Notre Dame game? I, I have to tell you, Ben, I always have concerns with a team that that struggles on defense as much as USC does. Um, uh, love the turnovers. I, I really do, but they give up so much yardage and so many points. At some point in time, it's going to catch up to a team. That's this. I'm kind of cautious in this. So, uh, I don't go into any one of these games with any expectations of, uh, even, even in the Pac 12 and playing against some of the com- teams that, that have not won a whole lot of games. I think, I think, look, college football, it's one of the reasons why it's so exciting. I think anything can happen in these games. And so, no, I don't have the confidence going into this game. I think they really need to prepare well and they really need to play well in order to beat Notre Dame. Yeah. And then would you have more concerns about the Notre Dame game or a Pac-12 championship game with, I think, would be Oregon clinched their spot as well? Which team do you have more concerns I think about? They, I think they both present different challenges. I watched Notre Dame a little bit this weekend and they have that huge, huge running back. Um, and uh, that, you know, SC's had some issues with tackling. And uh, when you've got a big, powerful back like that, much like uh, UCLA's running back, it's, it's, it's really difficult to stop a person like that. And so uh, that, that's one of the big um, issues for uh, uh, playing against Notre Dame. I think Oregon, you know, they're fast. They're, they've got a lot of speed. And so I do think that the speed differences showed up a little bit between SC's offense, in particular Jordan Addison and and UCLA's uh, defense. That I think you know showed its it, it showed up a couple of times. 
I don't think that's going to be the case with uh, with Oregon. I think Oregon's a real fast team, and so a lot of it's going to be just in real execution and at least for their wide receivers, getting enough separation such that Caleb can you know thread a needle. If he needs yeah, to. the 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 only concern is as you were saying USC's defense. It lets up a lot of yards. Um, going back in my memory, when I watched UCLA play against Oregon, there was not one possession that Oregon did not score on, which but Bo Nix played. I thought he was the Heisman winner at that point. Since then, he's kind of gone down a little bit, so he will probably not win it. But, but Bo Nix before played on Auburn and was – I don't think he was overly good. Like maybe he would be a very, very late-round pick in the NFL, but he didn't – like excite me or scare me in many ways if I would have been mm-hmm. playing. But this year for Oregon, he's just taking it up a level. Oregon has their new coach this year. So Oregon's offense is really good. I don't know how great their defense is, but if their offense scores every possession, I don't know that they can lose. If uh, if uh, Oregon is the team that USC plays in the Pac-12 championship game, I think it'll, it'll be another SC-UCLA game, just a high-scoring, uh, exciting game to watch. Yeah, um, if SC ends up making it into the college football playoffs, my guess would be they'd be as the four seed, and they'd play Georgia. Does yep. obviously Georgia probably should concern you? Um, do you think UCLA's offense could, or USC's offense could be as good as it is now against such a good defense like Georgia's? You know that'll be very exciting. I have to say, you know, I'll be there. I've already looked it up. I'll be in Atlanta, Georgia. If uh, they do make it to uh, uh, to uh, that semifinal, I, I uh, and I would do so because I, I would be very concerned against uh, playing Georgia. Georgia is a really, really solid team. And, um, um, you know, in my view, favored to win the national championship. And they've been consistent pretty much all year. Great defense. Um you know, it's going to be a different type of game because they've got real thick guys on the line, both on offense and defense. And SC's, SC's uh, it'll be a different type of a game. So um, a little hard to predict, um, I think, this early out uh, that they would actually make it to that game. I, uh, they've got another couple of very challenging games before them. But uh, it's exciting. It's exciting time to be a Trojan fan. Yeah, um, I this year, a, cu- a couple weeks ago, I was looking, hey, could could UCLA slip in there? The, the answer was no. It was a harsh no. They, they lost to Arizona, which is just kind of a dumb loss. They should not have lost that game. Um, right. But then they played SC. I'm like, this. maybe they could get back, win the Pac-12 championship, get in like the Rose Bowl type of game, like be be good there. I was feeling a little good after a 14-0 first quarter. It didn't seem like UCLA's offense could really be stopped. SC's offense was good. They just had some slight mistakes. And then DTR threw two picks at the end of a half. They Instead of going up like 14 at a half and then getting the ball, they were up one getting the ball. So mm-hmm. it, it just kind of – it was it was kind of a tale of one quarter and then three quarters <laughs> instead of two halves. Yeah, I think halfway through, this, halfway through the second quarter, that's when I started feeling like, oh, yeah, SC uh, can turn this around. I think that, that touchdown with Jordan Addison uh, – I think that may have been the one, you know, in the in the front corner of the end zone. <clears throat> that may have been the first time SC uh, really kind of showed that their speed difference, at least with him. And I thought, okay, yeah, they, they, they'll be able to make this a game. Um, whether or not they were going to win at that point in time, 
again, just a real uh, flip of the coin because both offenses were just running all, all, all cylinders through most of the game. Yes. And I, I think, I think it'll definitely be interesting to see to, going towards the end of the season, whether SC will be able to make the college football playoffs and maybe make a run there. What will happen with the PAC 12 championship game? Cause I know they will be in that for sure. I believe Oregon clinched it, but I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. Um, but either way, it'll be very interesting to see how SC's t- season can turn out because it can go in many different ways, whether it goes downhill to a Pac-12 championship horrible loss and then like it's still a decent bowl game or a college football playoff potentially championship game birth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I like about it right now is they have a lot, a lot still to play for. So I'm hoping that keeps them motivated. Uh, not just for the Pac-12 championship game, but to you know win this week and win that game as well in hopes of being able to make it to the uh, college football playoff. Yes, and I would like to thank you for your time, and I appreciate you coming on. It's been my pleasure, Ben. You're a great guy. Love your podcast. Wish you the best of luck in future, and uh, if you don't mind my saying, fight on. <laughs> thank you. And that is going to do it for this episode of The Buzz with Ben. I hope you enjoyed this special edition episode with Mr. Marquez's takes on the college football playoff with USC potentially in it and the USC-UCLA game. And as the saying goes, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.